Crime podcast series is being unveiled to tell the story of Ireland's most notorious crime family. The Irish Sun is releasing the new podcast series detailing the 40-year history of the Kinnahans. Crime editor of the Irish Sun, Stephen Breen, is one of the key contributors and he joins me now. How are you doing, Stephen? I'm good, Joe. Yourself? What prompted the decision to undertake this series? Well, in the past, uh, my colleague Owen Collin and I had written a book on the Kinnahan cartel. And our, uh, our book charted the rise of a criminal organisation whose origin started in the streets of Dublin. Now, this story goes back to 1986 when Christy Kinnahan was first apprehended by the Gardaí uh, with uh, over 400 grams worth of heroin. And he served a conviction uh, for that offence. But since then, as you go into the 90s, you go into the noughties, you have the growth of the kitten cartel starting off um, in southern Spain and then basically morphing into this transnational criminal organisation. And we all know what happened in the Regency in 2016. And I think it's important to tell the story from the early days of a criminal organisation who are now operating on a global level in terms of their weapons importation and drugs importation, who now sit at the top table of some of the big drug syndicates uh, across the world. So I think it was important to chart the rise of the organisation and the way to do this was to talk to people who had been investigating the Kinnahan cartel, people who, who had also lost loved ones um, during the course of the Kinnahan Hutch feud. And indeed, there's another lady there who we spoke to whose son uh, died from a heroin overdose and also she wanted to reflect the reality how her son paid his life because of the product, the heroin that was being brought in by organisations like the Kinnahan Cartel. It's ridiculous in a way to make this analogy, but the truth of the matter is, as you say, in the crime world, the Kinnahans have been successful on an international basis, haven't they? It's a global organisation, without question. Uh, the fact that the Gardaí now have a liaison officer in Washington in Colombia and also now in the Middle East as well shows the global reach that the Kinnahan cartel have. And when I also think about the Kinnahan cartel and the reach that they have and their connections to very serious criminals uh, in Europe and indeed overseas, like in 2016 you had the head of the Moroccan mafia, Nafal Fassi, he was caught by Gardaí from Kevin Street staying in a safe house that was used by the Kinnahan cartel. You also have the hitman from Estonia, Imre Arrakis, who was sent to Ireland in 2017 to kill a Hutch associate. But also, even when Daniel Kinnahan was based in Dubai, when he was married there, some of the world's leading figures in the global uh, drugs trade were at that wedding. And I think we only have to look at the decision of the American government uh, to come to Ireland last year and to make that announcement at City Hall in Dublin that the Kinnahan cartel leadership were now the subject of $5 million rewards. So it shows you the global rates that the Kinnahans had. It shows you the concern that law enforcement agencies across the world have of the threat posed by the Kinnahan organisation. But it also shows the extent to which since the Regency, the cooperation that is now ongoing between Angarda Siakana and their law enforcement uh, partners overseas to try and dismantle this criminal organisation. Mm, because what we can't get away from is, despite the apparent glamour of this world, it is a world where an awful lot of people get hurt, damaged and murdered. Well, you only have to look at this feud, the Kinnahan Hutch feud, where... Uh, on the one hand, you have Daniel Kinahan in Dubai, you know, posing with people like Tyson Fury in photographs, uh, going to these lavish events, going to these gala balls, 
dressing up in a tuxedo. But the reality of uh, North Inner City Dublin in the early months of 2016 was a completely different story where you had fear, you had concern among residents and you had people being killed on a monthly basis. And of course, we can't forget and we shouldn't forget about the innocent people who have been caught up in this feud. People like Martin O'Rourke, he was just 24 when he was walking in the North Inner City when a Kenahan cartel uh, hitman opened fire on a Hutch associate, completely missed that target, but ended up killing Martin O'Rourke, a young a young father of three. And then you have also uh, in southern Spain, uh, Trevor O'Neill, he was on family with his holiday, uh, sorry, was on holiday with his family and was also uh, murdered as he walked uh, with his wife and kids. And I remember interviewing his widow in 2017 and she said she didn't have to tell um, her children what had happened because they were there. And then, of course, we look at Noel Kerwin in December uh, 2016, who was shot simply because he was photographed beside Jerry Hutch at a funeral uh, for Eddie Hutch. It's unbelievable, really. Mm. Now, we're chatting to Stephen Breen, crime editor of the Irish Sun, well known to us on this show over the years. And he is involved, uh, along with his colleague Damien Lane, who hosts it, in a new Irish Sun podcast series, The Kinnahans. And I know that uh, as part of that, you give some insights into the Regency attack that's been so much in the news recently because of the trial and ultimately the acquittal of Jerry the Monk Hutch. Yeah, well, the Regency is one of those uh, moments in, in Guyland history in Ireland I don't think uh, we, we'll ever see again where on a, a Friday afternoon you have men dressed up as members of the Guardi's Emergency Response Unit, going into a packed hotel and opening fire and killing a Killian Cartel associate, uh, David Byrne. We also saw afterwards the, the retaliation that the Killian Cartel inflicted upon many people. And following the murder of David Byrne, you had uh, another 16 people lose their lives. But thankfully, there hasn't been any murders since uh, 2018 in that feud. But what stands out is uh, the Regency itself because of the brazen nature of that incident. Obviously, the target of that event was Daniel Kennehan. He managed to escape and flee. Uh, but still, the Regency, everybody knows what it entails, what, what was involved there and the fallout from it. And we've now had four people convicted in connection with the Regency. Another individual, Kevin Flatcap Murray, at this the Republican passed away before he could be charged. We know this week that... Uh, Jerry Hutch walked free because the court wasn't convinced of the evidence supplied by Jonathan Dowdall, who now could go into witness protection. So I think this case is going to rumble on. The, the Guardian have said that the investigation is ongoing because the individuals who were dressed as the uh, members of the emergency response yet still haven't been brought to the, the court and no one has been convicted of Burns murder at this stage. Will Jerry Hutch's acquittal lead to an escalation in tensions between the Hutches and the Kinnahans? I think there are different views on this. Some people take the view that since Jerry Hutch's uh, release from the Special Criminal Court on Monday, he walked out of court a free man. He walked out, he didn't have any special protection in place, he didn't have any of his minders. He got into a taxi and went to the North Inner City. He was seen uh, outside a relative's home in the North Inner City. He's been back to his own home in Clontarf. Um, he, he's been around the city walking openly quite freely. Many of the guards thought perhaps he would be away in Spain, but I think the reason he is staying around is because of the, the number of successes that the Guardi have had, especially in apprehending those individuals who were willing to take up the gun on behalf of the Kinahan organisation. You have over 70 individuals attached to the Kinahan cartel now in custody. 
many of those in jail on possession of weapons, uh, participating in an organised crime gang. So perhaps uh, Jerry Hutch feels safer uh, in Dublin at the moment. Obviously, there will be a big guard of presence uh, in the city. Uh, we haven't had a killing since 2018, but also I think it's important to, to mention that the Kinnahan cartel are now seen as toxic because of the global attention that's now firmly on their sites where you have the Americans uh, placing that reward for information in relation to the apprehension of the, the Kinnahan cartel leadership. And the, the suggestion is that many criminals don't want to get involved with them because they've seen how many people are now behind bars and because the, the spotlight is firmly on them and, and because of that, that's bad for business. Right. And finally, uh, this series, The Kinnahans by the Irish Sun on podcast, uh, it gives the opportunity for you and Damien Lane and indeed um, some special guests including former Garda Assistant Commissioners Michael O'Sullivan and John O'Driscoll to delve deeper and to provide more facts and history and context into what is a subject that, like it or not, has gripped the country. It has. I think it's important to to look at uh, the background, to look at the origins of this criminal organisation, to look at how uh, one individual from the south inner city area of Dublin could build up such a, a huge uh, business, a, a huge global criminal enterprise and have uh, a far out reaches to uh, South America and to the Middle East. And we know about their property dealings in uh, Brazil, in Liechtenstein, in Cyprus, in Hong Kong. We know about not just their drug operations, but also about their weapons importation business and also their money laundering um, uh, operations which were you know, integral parts of, of their criminal enterprises. So I think it's important that, that we, we do take a step back and that when, when we are talking about you know, major players in, in the global drugs trade, we can talk about the Kinahan cartel and obviously we are a small island here in Ireland but the reality is that the, the Kinahan organisation uh, has been a major player in the global drugs trade uh, for quite some time and even the way they run their business and we look at the the conviction of Thomas Barmer Kavanagh who's effectively running their UK operations so it shows you that it's not just the guards uh, who are interested in this organisation it's also you know, major law enforcement agencies across the world. Well, Stephen Breen, thank you very much for talking to us as crime editor of the Irish Sun. Uh, the podcast series is The Kinnahans and uh, it uh, drops the first episode on the 26th of April and you can listen to The Kinnahans podcast on Spotify, Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, appreciate your time uh, this morning, uh, Stephen. Thank you. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.